talking about the issues that matter to Montana. Statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Uh, You can already hear the giant sucking sound. It's not just the money leaving your pocket uh, with the inflation that uh, John Tester and Joe Biden uh, have brought upon this country. It's not just the massive uh, $32 trillion plus in our national debt that's uh, quickly climbing as well. No, that sucking sound that you're hearing is the, the many in the Montana media that will be sucking up to John Tester uh, once again all day today. You just watch the the what passes for news reports on the big news of the day here later today. You just watch for it. It's, in fact, I, I was thinking during the Fox News update, why do we even have journalism schools anymore? Now, I really enjoyed my time, particularly in the radio television department, at the School of Journalism at the University of Montana, and then also uh, uh, studied uh, studied broadcasting at Howard University in Washington, D.C., prior to that as well. And so, you know, uh, anyway, it used to be a four-year degree, uh, for at least for a journalism degree. But now, I mean, it might as well just be some online certificate program. I mean, there are Excel spreadsheet online courses that are more challenging than what is passing for journalism these days. Because really, I mean... You know, an, an online Excel spreadsheet, some of you accountants who are listening to this show uh, right now, first off, God bless you, because uh, you're doing something that I would not want to do. Uh, but second off, like, man, an online Excel spreadsheet is much more challenging. The lines of code and, well, how do I move this form that way? Uh, much more challenging than what modern-day uh, journalism consists of, whereas just Control-C, Control V, copy, paste, copy, paste. That is what we are going to see all day today and likely for the next week as the liberal mob media copies the talking points of liberal Senator John Tester and then pastes the talking points of liberal Senator John Tester into their newspapers, onto their websites, into the scripts for their TV newscasts, uh, because the big news came out earlier this morning. Uh, For those of you who haven't heard the news yet, uh, I uh, shared the story on our Montana Talks website very early this morning. At 5.35 this morning, liberal Senator John Tester's campaign uh, shared the news via Twitter that liberal Senator John Tester is running for re-election in 2024. He says it's official. I'm running for re-election. And then he shared a bunch of uh, fake, phony talking points that he basically stole straight out of Republican campaign talking points to use as his own. Because, of course, John Tester can't, can't campaign on his record He now has to fake it to make it. He has to pretend to be moderate. He has to pretend to be more conservative because he is running for re-election next year. What's your reaction? What's your thoughts? Phone lines are open for the rest of the morning here for the show until 10 a.m. 406-294-0970. If you want to call into Montana Talks, the show where you get to talk, uh, you can also send us a quick thompsonpools.com remember if it isn't a thompson pool it ain't worth a dip thompson pools
This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. So you guys might remember this uh, from the legislative session here in Montana. Liberal Senator John Tester, uh, it, it came out that he was actually supporting the efforts of legislative Democrats in Helena, in our state capital. He was supporting their efforts basically to promote these radical transgender surgeries for kids. You know, we've talked a lot and we've we've had, uh, you know, at least weekly updates from the Montana legislature. But we've talked a lot about really how radical the Democrats in Helena have become. I mean, you can't be a pro-life Democrat and 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 run for office in Montana anymore. The party will not support you. Uh, even as even as they've basically faced an exodus of, of Democrats from eastern Montana, they, they've now faced basically an exodus of Democrats from Great Falls, Montana as well. But even still, they, you better not be pro-life or they will not allow you to be a candidate uh, with a D behind your name. But now it's, it's even crazier. Uh, they used to pretend to support the Second Amendment, uh, but they don't. But but when it comes to this radical agenda targeting kids with these transgender surgeries where they really want to lop off body parts off of kids in the name of this uh, radical agenda, and then they want kids to be able to be given these, these medications that could permanently sterilize them or could cause osteoporosis and, and other uh, illnesses and, and debilitations – uh, as a result of, of some of the, the medications they, that they want to provide these kids in the name of this radical transgender agenda. John Tester supports that. John Tester is all in on this radical transgender agenda. The, the reason why I remind you of that is because because you're likely not going to read that in the copy and paste uh, journalism coverage that you see later today across Montana. What you're going to see instead is you're going to see John Tester uh, you know, uh, I'm defending Montana values. Uh, I'm going to stand up for Montana, blah, blah, blah. He's going to try to sound like a Republican. He's going to try to sound like an everyday Montanan when he is one of the most radical leftists out there right now. And that issue in itself should clearly define John Tester in that camp. Uh, the uh, the National Republican Senatorial Committee also summed up the news very well here earlier this morning. Uh, the Tester-Biden agenda has given Montanans rising crime, higher taxes, and an open southern border that is flooding communities with deadly fentanyl. Montanans are going to send Joe Biden's favorite senator packing in 2024. That was the statement from National Republican Senatorial Committee spokeswoman Maggie Aboud. And, uh, yeah, so anyway, we've got the news on our Montana Talks website here. Uh, John Tester is running for re-election here in Montana in 2024. Now, what I find very interesting about uh, all of this, of course, and again, something else that you won't read in the copy-and-paste media Again, I don't know why they they require uh, a massive student loan debt uh, to go to journalism school now when you could just get an online certificate to learn how to hit the, the Control-C and the Control-V buttons and just copy and paste talking points all day long. But what's most interesting to me about this liberal senator, John Tester, is, you know, when he first campaigned for office in 2006, Democrats were still trying to recover from the 2000 elections. 
Uh, Brian Schweitzer lost to Conrad Burns in that 2000 U.S. Senate race, but Brian Schweitzer kept campaigning against Mark Roscoe's legacy from the 1990s and kept campaigning against DREG and the electric utility industry. And so eventually Brian Schweitzer got elected governor. And so the Democrats had a foothold. And then Schweitzer stood side by side, you know, liberal uh, state senator John Tester. And they made, you know, they made Tester look as moderate as they possibly could. And John Tester was campaigning against earmarks. Isn't he supporting earmarks right now? In Congress, uh, Mr. Producer, and John Tester was campaigning against the national debt. The national debt was $6 trillion in 2006. It's going to be six times that probably by the end of next year. That's his legacy. He was campaigning against the Patriot Act. See, John Tester, he... And, and it was in the Patriot Act was the perfect issue for John Tester, because by campaigning against the Patriot Act, John Tester was able to do two things. One, he could sound he could sound libertarian. He could sound moderate. He could sound conservative because it was standing up to big government. That was the way he spun it at the time. But but it also accomplished another thing. He was able to appease his buddies on the radical left because they did not like the war on terrorism. They did not like the Patriot Act being used to go after terrorists. And, and now the, the same John Tester who opposed the Patriot Act being used to go against actual real-world terrorists has no problems with the government spying on her own citizens, has no problems with this coup attempt that was taken against Donald Trump, had no problems with the FISA courts being abused and lied to in order to spy on Donald Trump's campaign and Donald Trump's team. Uh, Everything the guy campaigned on or against in 2006, he has done a complete two-step on. He has done a complete flip-flop on. It's because the guy has been a radical leftist since day one. The guy has been lying since day one, and he will fake it to make it every single time. So I hope folks have finally just seen through this guy and what a a scam artist he actually is. But here's how the – oh, yeah, I, I told you how the NRSC summed it up. Uh, it's it's Tehran John, as our friend Paul Mushaben from the Breakfast Flakes pointed out. It's Two Step Tester, another phony song and dance from a radical liberal senator. All right, phone lines are open for you. Sixty two, sixty three. That's four oh six two oh one sixty two sixty three. Four oh six two oh one sixty two sixty three. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Ah, yes, and yet Crying Craig, Crying Craig, our liberal buddy in Bozeman, he keeps listening to the show. He complains every day about the show, but yet he's still listening. Uh, It's kind of funny how that works out, isn't it? Uh, Some people listen because they agree with what I have to say. Some people listen because, well, they may not agree, but they like hearing a different perspective. They like hearing what the callers have to say. And then there's people like Crying Craig, who they love to listen because they hate the show and what I have to say so much. Uh, I don't know why that that makes me feel so good, but uh, Crying Craig, thank you uh, for listening and uh, keep those messages coming i get a kick out of them uh he's he sent one 
He sent one uh, to Travis, our producer. He says, well, at least Travis acts like an adult. And uh, Travis was joking. He's like, uh, he doesn't know me that well. And I, so I told Travis, well, you know, maybe he needs to show up for trivia night. You know, uh, uh, our producer, Travis Lee, hosts a, uh, a trivia night at a local pub. So uh, maybe uh, maybe Crying Craig can make it one night for Trivia Travis. Two nine four zero nine seventy is the number for you. Marilyn in Billings, thanks for the call. What's on your mind this morning? Well, good morning, Aaron. Um, I have two things to say. One, very quickly, John Chester does not stand up for veterans unless it's an election year. You know who does is Matt Rosendale all the time, all the time. And he Steve Daines and Ryan Zinke, yeah, every, you yeah. know, yeah, John Tester, you know, he'll pick off one or two to be to serve as props for his campaign commercials. But if John Tester stood yeah. up for veterans, why did thousands of troops get kicked to the curb and he did nothing for them? Why are why are DAV volunteer drivers still being kicked to the curb? Why is Veterans Care on the downturn under the Biden uh, Tester watch now that they have all the power? Yeah, yeah no, good point. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I have to say, and that's from personal experience. So my concern is this. I watched a clip. Uh, I don't know if you follow uh, Turning Point USA, Charlie Kirk, um, but Charlie Kirk posted a video. It's, uh, a long, it's actually a little bit of a lengthy video. James O'Keefe got kicked to the curb by his board. Yeah, um, the founder they, of they, Project Veritas got, got, yeah. got booted from the, the very yeah. organization he started. Yeah, yeah and it was, it was three weeks after... He did. A, he aired an expose on Pfizer. He had a journalist go underground, uh, not underground, but you know what I mean. Um, undercover, yeah, the old sixty minutes style, yeah. yeah. Yeah, undercover and expose. This guy has his PhD in something, but anyway, what Pfizer was doing with the coronavirus, um, and they were they were working on um, trying to see if it could mutate to something else. And, you know, he was confronted with, you know, he was asked, well, what if people catch you? And he said, I don't care. They're the, the, the uh, scientists, <laughs> and I use the term loosely, said, I don't care. They won't do anything to me. So what they did is three weeks after this was all aired, uh, James O'Keefe was kicked to the curb. And the accusations, some of them are hilarious. Uh, one of them, and this is from James O'Keefe himself that he took money to get a down payment on his wedding. He said, the funny part about all that is I'm not married. I've never been married. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So what was Charlie Kirk saying? What What was their excuse for, for sidelining uh, James O'Keefe from the very organization that he started? I think I saw uh, uh, Jack Posobiec and others are basically telling people to unfollow Project Veritas on Twitter now. And in fact, I don't even think I was following the official Project Veritas one. I was following uh, James O'Keefe, though. But yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's some of the early complaints. They were saying, oh, well, he's really hard to work with and for. And it's like, wow, what kind of millennials are working there now? Uh, oh, you probably don't do not do early mornings either, do you? Uh, right. Uh, but but uh, yeah, it, it, that's what what is the most interesting is. OK, so James O'Keefe, Project Veritas, they've been doing these explosive undercover videos 
calling out the Democrats, calling out the Googles of the world, doing what 60 Minutes used to do, at least we thought 60 Minutes used to do. But, but man, he finally does this explosive report on, on Pfizer and how they were wanting to mutate. This was their development director that was busted on an yep. undercover video, how they wanted to yep. mutate the virus so they could develop vaccines against mutations. Basically, they wanted to do what, what Fauci was funding over in Wuhan, China. And exactly. so he finally calls out Pfizer and, oh, apparently that's, that's the line you do not cross. Yeah, and that's to me that's very scary that a big pharma has that much control and don't tell me they don't. <laughs> that they can get the founder of Project Veritas fired? Is really? that is that what Charlie Kirk was suggesting happened or is that just kind of the suspicion there? Uh, I think that's a suspicion because he did point out Charlie Kirk did point out three weeks later. James O'Keefe was summoned, um, and James O'Keefe lays this out. Um, there was a message sent uh, by one of the board members that was immediately, immediately deleted. Um, and fortunately, a journalist took screenshots of the message um, and and passed it on to uh, James O'Keefe. God bless the journalist. Um, <laughs> but... Big, Charlie Kirk referenced that a couple of times in his show, said it's really weird, three weeks after these, these videos, the footage of, of the, under, um, the undercover journalist, you know, talking to this guy, three weeks later, after these are released, James O'Keefe loses his job. Yeah, from the from within and for, and of the very organization that he founded. If these people yeah. had problems with the work he was doing, or they didn't like working for him, they could have gone off and started their own organization. But they didn't. It it was very interesting too. I don't know if it was James O'Keefe who said this, but uh, but this this topic I think ties in with the bigger picture challenge facing our country right now as well. Uh, I think I think he was told very early on, James O'Keefe, I think, shared this via Twitter. He was told very early on because people knew how powerful uh, his work at Project Veritas was and was going to be. And, the, and, and somebody warned him. Who was it? Was it anyway? They, they warned him. They said they said, hey, hey James, if if. If your work is ever halted, if this organization is ever taken out, it's not going to be taken down from the outside. They're going to take you down from within. And right. how prophetic was that? But how prophetic is that for what's going on in our country right now? If, if you're Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin, all you have to do is sit back and watch what's going on in America right now. Well, not just sit back and watch, but you can you know, you know, know, come take part in, in, uh, in, in, in uh, supporting these efforts to, to fracture Americans and get us divided along 85 different gender lines and, and restore this racialist rhetoric that we were told was going to be over when Barack Obama was elected president. Now the racialist rhetoric is uh, higher than a flying higher than a Chinese spy balloon over Montana, right? And not to, to use that reference too much, but the point being that that. The, the left knows this. If they want to stop us, if they want to stop America, they will do it from within. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't know if you've seen that footage, but it's well worth looking up. It's and Charlie Kirk does it. Yeah, yeah, I'd seen it. We, I know we had shared. I know we had shared at the time the project. Some of the some of the uh, highlights from the audio tapes where, yeah, basically Project Veritas went 
went undercover in one of these sting operations again like what 60 minutes would do and it was yeah it was like the guy who was like the development director for for Pfizer and he was on on camera now I think to be fair he wasn't saying that they were doing it he he said that they want to be able to do it they want to mutate coronavirus so that they can then build a vaccine against it but but again that is the fundamental debate this is why Fauci's feet were held to the fire by Kentucky senator and Dr Rand Paul because because Fauci signed off on what is known as gain of function research and this is why Fauci should be behind bars. Fauci said, no, 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 it wasn't gain of function. Eh, you know, Fauci signed off on the funding for the Wuhan Institute of Virology, basically the communist Chinese military bioweapons lab in Wuhan, China. Fauci signed off on funding for gain of function research, as Dr. Rand Paul so accurately pointed out, and he's not being held accountable for it. And and so the the point being is that is that they were what what gain of function research does is there is is they make it more lethal they figure out a way to make a virus more lethal to humans uh, all in the name of studying it so that they combat it they can combat it if it ever one day actually you know happened right if we ever one day actually had one of these types of viruses but by funding the research to make it they created it and so what so that's why what, what is so ex, was so explosive about that project veritas video is that that the pfizer development guy was on camera saying yeah this is what we want to do and the reason why it was such an explosive video is because everybody knew what dr fauci had already done that's why that video was so explosive because the american people were already fully well aware of gain of function research and when you create a more lethal virus to humans all in the name of studying it all in the name of trying to combat it you created it in the, you created it is what is what uh, they did uh yeah great phone call Marilyn. uh wasn't planning on talking about that one but that's exactly why we leave the phone lines open for you 406 294 0970 the number for you if you got a topic you want to talk about as well that's what i love about this show you never know what all we're going to talk about here on montana talks hey you know uh whether it's prescription drugs pain medications and, and look there's some great pharmacists out there across montana but but when it comes to you know pain medications i know many of you if you don't have to be on pain medications you would rather not be on pain medications you also, uh, there's some great doctors, there's some great surgeons, but if it's up to you, you don't want to have to get surgery. Well, what if you could get off the meds and avoid surgery? Hey, I'll tell you what, QC Kinetics, uh, they've got over 100 clinics across America. They're now on the ground in Montana, and they specialize in regenerative medicine. What they do is they take the healing properties that are already in your body and then use those healing agents to heal your body. Uh, putting it directly into damaged joint tissue. Get a free consultation with local medical professionals. Call QC Kinetics 406-201-6263. Again, QC Kinetics 406-201-6263. state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks 
with Aaron Flint. All right. Uh, let's jump right into your phone calls here. 406-294-0970. I uh, did get some uh, messages in here on our Montana Talks app as well. Bruce in Ennis uh, said this. Uh, I told you about the news we broke earlier this morning. Liberal Senator John Tester announced that he is running for re-election in 2024. So for those of you who are wondering, man, why are we hearing all this uh, bluster out of John Tester of late? It's kind of like the blustery cold winds that are now coming (laughs) here across Montana. He's pretending to be more moderate lately. He's pretending to talk tough on China lately. He must be running for re-election. The news came out this morning. Yes, that's exactly why he has been pretending to be more moderate lately here. Uh, Let's see. Bruce and Ennis said this. My opinion on John Tester running for the Senate. I hope Matt Rosendale steps up and kicks his you-know-what. That was Bruce and Ennis. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Dennis in Bozeman. I call John Flip-Flop Flat-Top. I like that one, Dennis. I call John Flip-Flop Flat-Top because he flips to a moderate every time he's up for election and flops when it comes to standing up for Montana the rest of his term. Ooh, now that is a good one. I'm going to re-rack that one later in the 9 o'clock hour, Dennis, because that ties in with something I was just thinking as I went down the hall to fill up my coffee cup. Either he's a moderate or he's a failure, because we are not seeing moderation out of Washington, D.C. right now. So if we took John Tester and the copy-and-paste media at their word... Okay, let's let's go with it. We we know it's not true. We know it's fake news. We know he is not a moderate. But if he were a moderate, then he's a failure because we are not getting moderation out of Washington D.C. right now. Uh, all right, let's go into the phone lines. Jim in Great Falls, listening to KINX, our friends at Star Radio. Great to hear from you, Jim. What's going on? Yeah, it's too bad that the weather is so blustery today because they've got a cool event at the Sip and Dip Lounge. You get to go there and watch a walrus swim with the mermaids today. <laughs> really? Yeah, John Chester is going to be at the Sip and Dip Lounge this afternoon. <laughs> is he really? What is, yeah. is this a campaign event at the Sip and Dip? Or a... uh, apparently, he was on the local news this morning in Great Falls, and uh... <laughs> he's not going to be the merman, is he? Because they've had dudes yeah. do that. They've had these like hippie dudes with beards that'll go in and dress up as the mermaids instead. For... Now we got a lot of newcomers, Jim, as a, as you've uh, pointed out before to Montana. They may not be familiar. So the Sip and Dip is this legend bar in Gray Falls. The swimming pool for the hotel at the O'Hare is is in glass behind the bar. So you can see people swimming behind the glass if you're at the bar at the sip and dip. And so they'll have, you know, women dress up as mermaids, but every now and then they'll have a merman. Uh, let's just hope that uh, John Tester is not doing the merman uh, later today. Yeah, and, and when he was on the local news this morning, I could hardly tell, but I think if you do a close-up, he wasn't actually wearing a Carhartt shirt today. I think it was an Ariat, so I'm not sure if he switched teams there also. So <laughs> I, I'm not sure, but he, he did go off on the balloon going over. and how to... He took off the fake Carhartt. Again, yes. He took off his phony Carhartt. Your cell phone must be breaking up there. Yeah, you were. Sorry, we'll see. We'll see you later. I've got bad service. Trying to get the cows fed out here. 
Oh, I, I hear how that's going. Yeah, man, rough day out there feeding cows today. What was it in Great Falls? Five below zero at 6 a.m. And only getting worse over the next uh, 48 hours. So, all right. Yeah, keep keep getting that good work done out there, uh, Jim. Thanks for calling in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, talking about these cold weather temperatures is all fun and games until you have a newborn calf you got to check on until you're out there feeding cows. And, uh, yeah, no, well, keep keep up the good work out there, Jim. Thanks for the call. <laughs> so John Tester is going to be at the Sip and Dip later today. It's kind of fitting. Don't they have don't they have those big like fishbowl drinks it's like a really colorful kind of fruity drink it, it comes in like a fishbowl or something at the sip and dip uh it, we, we, we uh, used to have a routine where whenever we were in town for the montana electric cooperatives association a, a few of us especially the boys from the high line would head out to the uh, to the sip and dip but now i get up way too early for the radio show and i'm too old uh so i uh, usually gotta call it a night a little too early but but yeah they had this like big fishbowl and i would think if you at this point are still somebody who literally thinks that john tester is a moderate and if you think that John Tester is is somehow helping veterans, I'll tell you what. They have got a gigantic fishbowl that they can fill full of Kool-Aid for you because uh, that's how much Kool-Aid you must be drinking if you actually think that John Tester is a moderate at, at this point. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle from Farm 406 sent us a message here as well. He says this. He says, tester running will be interesting. He lost Montana's support, but he will pull enough votes from all our new out-of-state resident transplants to be retained. See, I would, I would almost disagree with you there, Kyle. Um, I can see where you're coming from, but... But the newer the newer voters that now pre COVID nineteen the pre COVID nineteen transplants, you know the latte liberals from Seattle and San Francisco that piled into Bozeman that piled into into Missoula pre pandemic yeah the pre pandemic out of staters they were the latte liberals that wanted a smaller Seattle you know they ruined Seattle and San Francisco. But, but they want to make a smaller Seattle or a smaller San Francisco in Missoula and Bozeman. That's your pre-pandemic. Uh, these newer folks, uh, I, I think very clearly they are political refugees who voted in the right direction here in recent elections. So uh, what I wonder, this goes back to, to Bruce and Ennis. Okay, so who, who will the Republican candidate be? Will, will Ryan Zinke run? Will Matt Rosendale run? He was the candidate against Tester back in 2018. Uh, how many votes short was he in 2018? 4,000, 6,000 votes? I can't remember, but think about it. We've had 16,000. Uh, how many more voters will there be in the 2024 election compared to the 2018 election? And so... Will there be enough? Anyway, so, you know, there, there's people who run the numbers that, that will look at this more than me. Or would there be a dark horse candidate that might come out of nowhere? Uh, I know a lot of folks would also like to see Attorney General Austin Knutson take on Liberal Senator John Tester. But, but uh, I, man, we need him as Attorney General. So, uh, so uh, you know, he's, he's important in that job as well. All right, back into the phone lines we go, 294-0970. Tim in Billings, what's your thoughts? Good morning, Aaron. Uh, you know, we have a plethora of uh, great candidates that could go up against him and, and would and could and should beat him, you know, as long as uh, 
there's not some shenanigans. But when Jim and Great Falls there talked, said that John Tester was the walrus going to be in the Sip and Dip Lounge, my brain immediately went to the old Alice in Wonderland cartoon that came out and the, the story of the walrus and the carpenter. Do you remember that one? I, oh, the know, walrus and the carpenter. I, I don't. They, they, so the walrus and the carpenter tricked all these oysters, all these innocent little oysters into coming to their their party. They were the guests of honor. And the carpenter built this shack so that the walrus could have his his buffet set up. And by the time all was said and done, the walrus ate all the oysters. The carpenter got none and did all the work. And then the carpenter finally got angry enough to, to uh, let's say, uh, put that walrus to bed. And I think it's time for Montana voters, especially the uh, the trade craftsmen, the trade unions out there, the, the carpenters, Time to put that walrus to bed because he's been doing nothing but using you for his own gain. That's a good point. Yeah, if that again goes back to this thought that I had a few minutes ago, which is, okay, if John Tester were a moderate, if John Tester actually stood up for union workers, well, then he's a failure. And Absolutely. look at Colstrip. John Tester's liberal buddies, they're the ones who, who, who really are the heart and soul of his campaign, if, you, if that's how you want to refer to it. Uh, they're the ones that back him. They're the ones that got him there. They're the ones. Why do you think Tracy Stone Manning, the Earth First or Eco Terrorist, is the head of the Bureau of Land Management right now? Because John Tester is no moderate. John Tester doesn't care about working class union workers. He uses you to get reelected. Yeah, uh, no, that's a great point that you make. In fact, when you were using that carpenter analogy, I was thinking the same thing you did because I remember these guys in these yellow hard hats from some of the Senate debates going back to the 2012 uh, – was it 2012 uh, election? And, and yeah, if you thought John Tester was on your side in 20, 2012, it's pretty dang obvious now he does not have your back. If you are a union worker here in Montana, he's one of the radical environmentalists. And even if you still think he has your back, even if you still think that he's on your side, well, then he's a massive failure because look at Colstrip. Look at what he and his buddies did to Colstrip 1 and 2. What do you think they're going to do to 3 and 4 and the rest of these union jobs? Your morning cup of Sean. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. And this is where we now find ourselves, is that the United States is giving good money after bad, and with no intention, a best-case scenario is they, they fight to a tie. And this is the problem with conflicts historically that the United States gets involved in. If the United States is going to commit militarily to any conflict, whether it be a conflict to protect our own sovereignty or the sovereignty of another nation, and you're not going to commit the resources that would be necessary to win, then we really have no business getting involved in the beginning. Because there's no end in sight here. The conservative underground meets later today on the Sean Hannity Show.
You can get windows worthy of a presidential suite without inflating your budget. Now you can transform any room with new window treatments from our friends at Blinds.com. Now shop huge discounts on blinds and shades and shutters and so much more. Plus you can rest easy with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. So shop Blinds.com President's Day Sale right now for up to 45% off everything plus door busters. Save up to 45% off site-wide now at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. This is the Montana Economic Minute. How can someone seriously maintain that building new housing actually makes prices and rents rise? Some have been persuaded of something I would call a folk economics about housing that gets the logic of how markets actually work all tangled up. Let's start with the fact that areas where demand is growing the fastest tend to be the ones that are the most attractive for developers to build in. And so if the additions to housing supply are less than demand growth, you get housing prices going up, yes, but not because of the building. In fact, with less building, prices would have gone up even more. Another issue is with restrictions on building, like restrictive zoning, height restrictions, or prolonged approval delays. These things reduce additions to supply, and in markets where they have more teeth, prices are higher. So when a developer does manage to build or gentrify something, it commands a high price. Here's RV.com. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, this is great. Got a message here from right on John in the Paradise Valley, uh, Livingston area. <laughs> Earlier I was I was talking about uh, Crying Craig. Crying Craig in Bozeman. Uh, now he'll he'll use all these other fake names as he spams our our Montana Talks app, and uh, I don't waste your time with most of them because that's all it is. It's just spam. It's just Crying Craig uh, complaining about the show, but yet he still listens every day, all day. But he hates the show so much. Why do you keep listening, Crying Craig? Uh, it, it, it was really fun. Well, let me get to the message here from Right on John first. Uh, by the way, the phone number for you or Crying Craig. Crying Craig can call in as well. Uh, live crying, 2940970, the number. If, if you or Crying Craig wants to call in right now, uh, Right on John says this Crying Craig. I've dealt with him on the Tom and Shane show. Uh, Tom and Shane, yeah, they do a great program. Uh, they've got their, their Saturday show on 1450 KMMS Bozeman. And, of course, uh, uh, Tom's always, Tom Eaglehoff always has done a great job filling in for us here on the show. In fact, I was, I was talking with one of our uh, marketing folks earlier, and I said, hey, we need to get a hotel trade so that we can get some free hotel rooms. So if we've got some, uh, some guest, uh, guest folks that we want to have join us here in studio, we can at least get them a you know free room or something like that but anyway that's that's besides the point but uh, he says yeah crying craig i've dealt with him on the tom and shane show and he is in fear 
of talking on the radio, apparently. Uh, he says that his Bozeman uh, business would collapse. Does he actually own a business in Bozeman? I've, I've partly wondered, is he that, that crazy uh, uh, sex shop owner in Bozeman? Remember the guy who was sexually harassing uh, the young Republican woman at the parade uh, back during one of the recent elections? And yet the Montana Democratic Party, they just love to retweet that guy. Uh, but uh, anyway, um, my, my funniest uh, crying Craig story was that we were doing our show from the Grand Tree, uh, the Best Western Grand Tree Inn right there, uh, home to the Club Tavern and Grill, always the place to go to in Bozeman, doing our show right there from the lobby. We invite anybody and everybody to come on down and join us on the show. Microphones open. You can be heard all across the state of Montana, just like you can call into the show and be heard all across Montana. And, uh, yeah, we had uh, Tom Eaglehoff was there sidekicking with me. And, uh, and, and Tom says, oh, hey, I just got a message from Craig and Bozeman. And, and I said, oh yeah, there goes Craig again and, uh, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and then Craig says, I'm going to come down there. I'm going to come down there and see you in your face. And it's like, well, you, uh, I've already invited you. So crying Craig said, I'm going to come down there. Do you think crying Craig ever showed up? Of course he didn't. Of course he didn't. Uh, but anyway, keep those messages coming, uh, crying Craig, because we get an absolute uh, kick out of it. All right, 406-294-0970 is the number for you. Uh, if you got something you want to talk about. Yeah, we were talking about the weather and uh, the cold temperatures. I was looking at about uh, 6 o'clock this morning. The feels-like temperature in Bozeman was uh, 24 below zero. I think the feels-like temperature in Billings at 6 o'clock this morning was 23 below zero. The actual temperatures at six o'clock this morning, according to the National Weather Service office, uh, this is what the actual numbers were. Culbertson, Montana, 18 below zero. Plentywood, 18 below zero. Sydney, 13 below zero. Lewistown, nine below zero. Cutbank, 14 below zero. Great Falls, five below zero. So if Jim was checking on cows at 6 a.m., five below zero was the actual temperature, not to mention the feels like temperature. Uh, let's see, Kalispell was five above though. So uh, Kalispell, one of the uh, one of the warm spots here earlier this morning. All right, quick break here on Montana Talks. We'll take you statewide from uh, Lewistown, Glendive, Plentywood, Missoula, you name it. You get a chance to be heard. All the above, 406-294-0970. Anything and everything you want to talk about. Even Crying Craig. 